With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This week, we have another full slate of games to look forward to. Luckily for us, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has us covered with so many different ways to get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook is based right here in the U.S., not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. Plus, they have new odds, boosts, and promotions on your favorite sports every day. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever, you don't even have to leave your house. And for those where sports betting is not yet available, head to the DraftKings app and check out all of their daily fantasy contests. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SI when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code SI to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Jim Cramer dominates Wall Street. And now he's teaming up with Bill Enright to help you dominate fantasy football. This is Bull Market Fantasy, presented by DraftKings. Yo, what's up? Welcome inside Bull Market Fantasy, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, DraftKings.com. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, Bill Enright, and we got Fantasy Frankie back with us today. Bill, what's going on with you, my man? I'm glad to have Frankie back. We missed him the last couple of weeks. Uh, we have a you know a little bit of a break for the first time since early September without any football on Sunday. But we're all gearing up for the Super Bowl. It's going to be a great matchup with the Bucks and the Chiefs. Now, Frankie, when I introduced Bill last week, I said we don't have Frankie today. Do you think that he said that he was sorry you wasn't there? <laughs> Listen, I, 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 I know that, that what his opening statement starting today was, was talking with forked tongue right there. I mean, there's no chance that Bill's happy to have me back. He had full reign to just talk about Enright-isms. And, and I took advantage. Else. I'm sure you did. <laughs> all, right. all right, fellas. So we got the Super Bowl matchup uh, squared away and settled away with the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs. We got the GOAT versus the baby GOAT. Is everybody trying to call it? You know what I'm saying, Bill? What are some of your first thoughts of the, of the contest? Will Tyree Kill have over 200 yards again in the first quarter like he did the last time the Chiefs wow. smacked the Bucks around? Uh, will the Bucks front four be able to get after Patrick? Mah- you can't blitz Patrick Mahomes. Can't do it. He'll pick you apart every single play. So it's going to be JC JPP. It's going to be Shaq Barrett. And with Eric Fisher out, I'm interested to see how Todd Bowles can take advantage of the mismatch with his two defensive ends and a backup left tackle for the Chiefs. Frankie, uh, last I saw, I believe the Kansas City Chiefs are a three-point favorite. Uh, I know we still got plenty of time before we get to the game, but what do you think about it right now, the matchup initially? 
I, I actually believe that it's still beneficial towards Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, in my honest opinion, so far. The thing that does concern me, though, is that injury to Eric Fisher. I believe that that could really rear its ugly head out of all the injuries that Kansas City has sustained this season. And, you know, I know that they're probably going to be welcoming back Le'Veon Bell. I'm not so sure how much of an impact he'll be making. I think Sammy Watkins' return is something that may be underrated as well. Uh, I'm interested to see what his props are in this particular game. Uh, if they are higher, I would actually still be looking to go under his numbers, despite the fact that we know what kind of success he had on last year's big stage when he yep. was absolutely instrumental in Kansas City's first Super Bowl victory under Patrick uh, Mahomes and Andy Reid reign over there in Kansas City, which seems to be absolutely dy dynamic right now. And I believe that we're, we could be on the precipice right now, guys, of seeing a dynasty emerge. I believe Ooh. that, you know, this this goat and baby goat talk i think that you know it, it gives i believe that this possibly gives patrick mahomes the opportunity to step out of tom brady's shadow more or less as the being overshadowed because all this goat talk and he is it is rightfully so you know tom brady has you know achieved a lot on the field but i think this is going to be a real opportunity and i think mahomes is really going to be motivated to really outplay Tom Brady in this particular instance. And I think that, you know, Bill highlighted something that you want to be looking at. I don't know how high the books can continue to put the player props once they emerge for Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill in this particular matchup. And in addition, guys, I think they are going to be very, very attractive. I don't believe that we will have the attractiveness we had when Julian Edelman was 45 to 1 and the Vegas Whispers Sharps were all over him to win the MVP. And he rightfully did that. And it was a it was easily the best cash I've ever had on a Super Bowl wager in my life. But I don't think we'll get that kind of odds. But I believe that, you know, there's some shops around here in town. I've been looking early this morning. And here in Vegas, there were several shops right now, guys. You could get them at 16 and 20 to 1 in the MVP market. And I believe that offers tremendous value. Now, I'm not saying we're going to get – unfortunately, we're not going to get that 45 to 1. But I want to see if the Vegas Whisper Shops believe that maybe Patrick Mahomes, who won the Super Bowl MVP last year, despite the fact that a lot of people believed that it should have went to Damian Williams – who was a you know a much more attractive, juicier? I believe at you could found him before that game at some points prior to kickoff at twelve to one, ten to one in that range, and it went to Patrick Mahomes, and that shocked a lot of people. I was happy about it because I had Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl future uh, MVP wager myself, so I was very happy to have that happen. But I wonder if that doesn't happen again. I don't know what you guys are believing on your own right now. But, you know, we see that Patrick Mahomes over at DraftKings Sportsbook, he's even money right now. Tom Brady is closely following him. Do you guys feel that there's any value in your own honest opinions right now outside of the two quarterbacks for you to be looking at the target in the Super Bowl wagering market? I'm glad you brought that up, Frankie, because it was going to get into that conversation and look at some of these um, Super Bowl uh, MVP odds over on the DraftKings Sportsbook, and I did have my eye on some of them. But before we get to that, Bill, I want to ask you, right, because, you know, you're a smart guy and stuff like that. Oh, now, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not going to work. He said it. He said it. <laughs> it's recorded. Transcript. Way to put that out there, Corey. We're never going to look back. <laughs> All right, so listen up. Is a baby goat called a baby goat, or is there actually a name for a baby goat? No, there's a name for it, and I, I think it's called a baby. Is it is really? It it's the baby? baby. Is it called the baby? 
No, I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm trying. That's why I'm asking you. You know what I'm saying, Frankie? Do you know if there's a if a baby goat is called a baby goat? Oh, a it's baby called a kid. Or, it's called a kid. A kid. That's what yeah. a baby a baby goat is called. A kid. Okay. I actually okay. was gonna. I was exactly. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you, you was on that, Frankie? Huh? You yeah. Was on no, that. I was on that because of the fact that um, unfortunately my grandfather's not here. He passed away uh, not too long ago. Over you know over during the COVID nineteen pandemic. Thankfully, it wasn't due to that. But he yep. did live ninety eight years strong. So you know, God bless him there. But he always referred to Patrick Mahomes as the kid before okay. he was anything else. I don't know why. Don't ask me why in his age of 90s, but he always referred to Patrick Mahomes. He always would say, Frankie, you know, is the kid playing today? What's the line on the kid game? Is, is, is what, what, what are the, What's the kid? You know, what, what are we looking at? And he always wanted to bet that he would bet two. He would bet three teams rig- religiously. He would bet Alabama because my nephew goes there and he always wanted to bet them and they always won. But the, unfortunately, they never always covered. But I always just at least last, you know, last year I was able to push him towards the first half and he was always successful, not always successful <laughs> on full game wagers. But he would always want to bet Patrick Mahomes and he would always want to bet Tom Brady. So. Unfortunately, he's not here right now, and I actually believe that he would struggle because I don't know who he would back because the two, the two guys that he always loved to bet on, which was Tom Brady as well as Patrick Mahomes, he always referred to him as the kid. So for me, it's always been that. And then I, you know, was starting to catch on to a lot of people were you know saying that he is a kid is what you call a baby goat. So that was the only reason why I did know that, but had nothing to do with my Villanova education. Or no, slight, <laughs> no, no, no slight to that Newhouse School of Communication over at Syracuse. I don't think they covered that as well. You know what a baby goat would be called the kid, but it is funny that it is, you know, the goat versus the kid. And, you know, it's something that my grandfather always referred to him as it was just because a lot of times he, you know, in his age, he just didn't remember Mahomes, name. He would just always refer to him as the kid, the kid, the kid. And that was right. it. So that's that. That's pretty cool, right there. You know what's interesting, fellas? Um, I'm I'm sitting up here, right, and we're and we're doing the program, and you know, it's a lot of states went live with mobile sports betting this week. Now, everybody knows I'm in the industry. I'm, I don't know if you guys get the same thing, but I get a lot of text messages on different plays that people want. Like, oh, can you give me something to play tonight? Can you give me something to play tonight? I want you know, want to put a little something down, try to win some money. So, you know, I give out my regular NBA stuff, and they be like, I'm not trying to turn $50 into, you know what I'm saying, into $99. They're like, yo, I want to turn $50 into, into $5,000. So you should see some of these crazy parlays that I be having to give out to people. I tell you what, Bill, one of these joints is going to hit one day. You know, here, here's the problem with that. Yes, one of them will hit one day, but you might lose five grand to get there, and then exactly, you know, but, you know, you, and, and the, by that time it probably pays off. You know, five thousand fifty. You're up fifty bucks. The, the problem with that mentality, Corey, is, and it has a lot to do with t- today's society, right? You want that instant gratification. You don't want to be patient. You don't want to go through the process. You want a quick success. You want to. Um, hit on a 10 leg parlay that pays out 3000 to one, right? It's it just, it, it, that that's a loser's mentality because it, there's no get rich quick scheme out there. One, especially when it comes to gambling Two, if you just play the game as, as we kind of put together at bull market fantasy or, or as Frankie has at, at Vegas whispers that you build your bankroll over time and at the end of the year, when you look back on it, well, maybe you can be up $10,000, but but that's going to take 52 weeks. I, I read a stat the other day that like Warren Buffett, I think like he became a billionaire at, I don't know, age 65, but then like, you know, 75 billion 
of his 79 billion net worth came after his 65th birthday. So if you if you think Warren uh, Warren Buffett's one of the greatest investors of all time, he says it. You know, people don't follow his advice because they want to get rich too quickly, and that's not how the game is played. If you want to play the game and, and you want to bet parlays and and twelve team you know underdogs, then go ahead. God bless you, but you're not going to win. Frankie, and you know it as well, and I'm, and I'm quite sure you get these crazy questions. I mean, I'm sitting, I'm sitting here, one of my homegirls literally sent me a screenshot of a $10, like, eight-team parlay where it's like, it's like, it's like Andre, Drummond to, Andre Drummond to have a double-double and the Cavs to win. It's a whole bunch of things like that, and it's like $10 to win sixteen grand, Frankie. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm jealous of those opportunities. I'm jealous of when I see these opportunities that betters are getting back east, you know, or even in the middle of the country right now that Vegas doesn't offer with these same game player prop parlays, which to me is ludicrous because of the fact that there is hidden value there. And I, it's funny that you guys bring this up right now, but I had a bunch of buddies um, who I, I'm very close with, um, one in particular that I've known since childhood. He went down to Atlantic City this weekend. Uh, he's a FDNY fireman, been on the job almost 20 years now, and he went down with a whole group of guys. So they're sitting in the in, in over at, uh, uh, I guess we could say this, at Harris. You yeah. know, and, and, and they're over in that new sports book this past weekend. It's um, not here to police it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, here they are. They call me and I hear them yelling, screaming. Now they're drinking and having a good time. It's about two hours before kickoff. And they're like, you know, they're like, Frankie, we know everybody's asking me and they're screaming in the background. What do you got? What do you got? What are we, what's, what are we playing? So I tell them, okay, here guys, here is, and they're like, well, I was like, here's the props that I like. You know, going over Tyree Kill his yards, going over his receptions, maybe even look at uh, Travis Kelsey as well. I said, I believe that there's value in going over two and a half touchdown passes for Patrick Mahomes because right now it's plus 145 and everything. And they're like, oh, wait a second. These things you got to, you know, if you're betting them individual, you're only going to get like even money or you're only going to get your money back of what you laid out or a little bit more. They're like, well, we want to juice it up. So there's 12 firemen. They put $50 together and they put it all down and they tell my buddy, Whatever he's saying right now, we want an in- a, a, a parlay. So it was Tyree Kill over receptions, over yards. Travis Kelsey over receptions, over yards. Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns, plus point, plus money. Also, uh, Jones um, last week for uh, the running back for Tampa. Exactly. Going over eight and a half rushing attempts. He finished with 10. Going over 10 and a half rushing attempts for Leonard Fournette. I believe he finished with 12. Needless to say, guys, the parlay goes 8 and 0. Wow. I'm trying, I'm trying to text all these guys and I'm whatever. Their phones are all dead. They're drinking, you know, they're crazy or whatever. I spoke to him last night. I finally got through to him. I'm like, you all right? He's like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm hurting. I'm hurting. We're not as young as we used to be. And I'm like, I understand. And I'm like, you guys must be flush. And he's like, you don't even want to know. I'm like, what? Oh, no. They said, we get up to the betting window. It's about 25 minutes before kickoff because they're drinking so much pregame. You know, they're pregaming it and having fun in the room and the suite and everything. They get down to the sports book. And they find out that the sports book that they're at at Harris, unfortunately, is run by William Hill. They don't offer same game parlays. 
So then you, so then they had a situation where they couldn't put that bet in, and that would. And then, and then one of the year. one of the guys who wasn't that wasn't that drunk decides that you know what I'll I got it guys tries to get over to a competing hotel I guess I'm really not sure which hotel offers that um I assume that something that has to do with FanDuel or DraftKings one of the competitors out there gets over to there the lines are so long that by the time he gets up to the window the game had kicked off they never yep. got the bet in. It would have won eight and zero oh and hit a same team parlay at six hundred dollars. That'd have been a nice takedown right there. They could have quit the fire department at that point. I I, I honestly I'm, I I've tried to decide you know to, to decipher exactly. I don't know what the exact juice was at those specific books on all the different props, but I'm telling you guys, it would have had a, literally from my early research just using you know some of the parlay calculators and things like that, and using juice that I know of that I had to lay out here in Vegas. It still paid over six figures. You see, and that's the thing, Bill. And I'm is like, it, wow, it, how come I couldn't get in on that? <laughs> is, is it worth a shot? Ten twenty dollars, sneaker money. Yeah, I mean, 10, not, 20, not sneaker money. 10, 20 bucks. Nowadays, well, fi- well, fifty dollars, even even fifty. If you're going in in a kitty, it's almost like when you yeah. when you're with your buddies and you say, "Oh, Mega Ball is this? Let's go in fifty or hundred dollars a piece and see if we can hit it." It's like an office pool, you know. It, here's it, a- you know, it's not going to hit often, guys, but, I mean, it has the potential when you can get star players and you just go with all the overs and they hit. Here's the thing. Everything's relative, right? A guy making 150 or a gal making 150K a year, $50 is not going to be a big deal. Guy making yeah. guy or gal making 50K a year, 50K a year, $50, that, that, that could be a big deal. Maybe he puts $5 on it instead of 50 mm-hmm. So if you're betting within your own limits, and that's the thing, you can't, compare your everyone is in their own individual unique situation so if if you're trying to just chase everybody else and all oh, you hear your friend putting down a hundred dollars here two hundred dollars here and you're trying to chase them and you're and you're betting outside your means or that's why it's so important to have a very disciplined strategic plan with your bankroll because it keeps you in your wheelhouse it keeps you in your lane it, it does exactly. if, if all of a sudden now you're trying to match all your friends who are making a lot of money here and making a lot of money there, but you're, you're, you know, you're still working that same job, but you haven't gotten a raise. You can't put yourself in that same, same betting group as, as someone else. I don't put myself in the same group as Frankie. Frankie's on, <laughs> Frankie's on a much, much different level than I am. So, uh, you know, listen, if you want to do a five, if you want to do a 10 team parlay and it hits and you only put $5 on it, the worst thing that you could say to yourself is, Oh, I should have done more. Why didn't I do more? Well, the second yeah. you start doing more, that's when you start. Oh, losing. it's going to lose. Exactly. Like- I mean, the odds are hitting it, guys. It's like a bingo ticket. It's, it's you're literally playing lotto with these kind of it's same a lottery game ticket, 100% Exactly. A lottery ticket. I mean, they highlight the ones that get hit. Don't get me wrong. DraftKings loves to do it. All of them love to do it, and people love to show it. But you don't know how many of them they've placed over the entire NFL season and come up losing. And how does that does that one win actually push them over the top? You're still not even sure because you don't know how many of them they actually wager on a consistent basis. So it is very difficult, guys. The the hold percentage for books there is through the roof. They love it. They and, bring and, it on. They, bring it on. Ten dollars a pop. Bring it exactly. on. Because you know, but that because they, of the risk and the liability, though, Corey. Because of the risk and liability, that is the exact reason why. Sportsbooks in Vegas won't even give you the opportunity, even during Super Bowl time, for you to be able to parlay 
player proposition wagers. The Westgate Superbook out here in Vegas is the, and I believe Circa is the also is the only two right now that are letting you parlay certain proposition wagers on the Super Bowl, but they're not attractive and they have nothing to do with players. Most right. of the time it's over under total field goals, first downs, sacks, fumbles. Gatorade. Exactly. It's just, it's nonsense stuff, guys. So there is no real attractiveness and Vegas still is not getting with the times and really trying to compete with what's happening. I won't lie. I've been jealous. I also told them if they got in on it, I wanted a piece of it. And then when I found out that they didn't even bet it, I was even more upset. Because no, 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 I, I knew I, you know? <laughs> Here's the thing when I try to remind people. We gave out nine plays on, on uh, Bull Market Fantasy last Sunday. And you crushed it. Jim Cramer and I. We went seven and two. Yep. Now, of those two plays, two of them were what we called lotto bets, right? Yeah. Lotto, lotto ticket parlor. Uh, lotto Travis ticket Kelsey. Travis Kelsey or two touchdowns or more that paid out plus three fifty. But we Oof. also took we also took Devontae Adams at plus two twenty five to score two touchdowns. Now, am I upset that the Adams one didn't hit? No, because what I did was I rank all my bets. So I, I was confident that that Travis Kelsey was going to have at least one touchdown. That was at minus one twenty five. I was confident that uh, Leonard Fournette was going to have a touchdown. That was at plus uh, one ninety. I was confident Tyree Kill would go over his receptions. Confident he would go over his yards. So I rank my bets and I allocate a certain percentage of my bankroll for that weekend of my confident bet. So if I'm most confident Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown, I don't care that he's at minus one twenty five. I'm going to put let's say. 50% of my bankroll on that one no bet. Doubt. And then it's when like, I get like DFS almost, that, that's exactly right. Cash games. You know, those minus one ten is a cash game. hundred, hundred percent. And then uh-huh. as I get down yeah. that Travis Kelsey to score two touchdowns. Yeah. Did I take it? Absolutely. The odds were very attractive. I was confident that he could do it. My numbers backed it up. I wasn't expecting it to happen. I, no one, no one buys a lottery ticket saying I'm going to, I expect to win the lottery. You hope you win the lottery. You don't mm-hmm. expect to win the lottery. So that's why that bet compared to all my other ones, it was maybe just five or 10% of my total bankroll for the weekend. So you have to match your bets accordingly to the risk factor um, of everything all in place together. I'll just say to this, to this respect, Bill, you're hundred percent right. Because I'll be honest, the biggest wager that I made of any prop wagers that I made on my own this past weekend involved Tyree kill. Why? And it was only his receptions. And that was because the Vegas whisper shop information shared with us that that was their target. So out of everything, you're hundred percent right. So even when the, the, for me, when you, when you say you have your own um, confidence ranking listing, my confidence ranking listing gets moved and adjusted. If I see that the prognosticator or any of the sharp information out here that we follow in any specific way gets down on a particular player prop as opposed to any of the others. So that is why for me, my largest wager of the entire uh, divisional round, uh, excuse me, not the divisional round, the conference championship round and the two games involved Tyree Kill and not only as, as much about his yards, but going over that five and a half receptions, which as we know, he hit in the second quarter. Here, here's what I don't want to happen, right? As gambling becomes legal or legalized across the United States, I don't want people to just go all in on these parlays mm-hmm. and start guys, we have tons of stories. We gave a couple of them uh, a couple of weeks ago, but both of you guys gave personal stories about people losing everything, their family, their houses, their, their, their jobs, yep. all because they can't gamble. That's why we have a disclaimer, gamble responsibly. The same thing with drinking, drink responsibly. If you can't I've handle that, 
Oh, well, we know. <laughs> if, you, if you can't handle not going after all these ridiculous underdogs and, and doing a 10, 10 leg parlay, then maybe gambling's not for you because you're not going to win. You're going to end up a big loser and you're going to be another statistic on how gambling hurts more people than it helps. We don't want that. We don't want to see people lose. We try to help people win. That That's the name of our game. And when by going out and giving all these crazy parlays and these absurd bets, it's not good for our business because people will lose in the long run. Mm-hmm. And at the same, and it's not good for the customer either. Why we're not in that kind of, of business of just giving out picks and making sure that people are entertained. We want to entertain people, but we also want to make sure that they're winning in the long run. One hundred percent. I can't. I can't agree with that more. It's almost, Bill. It's it's the biggest thing that we try to stress. You know, with all our members over in the SI Gambling Discord, as well as outside gambling articles, we try to do it as much as possible, as well as on Bull Market Fantasy. Here, you are one hundred percent right. What I really wish that we could hit home the most is people need to look at sports betting as investment wagers. Not as anything chasing or anything just because a game is on television, you need to step out. If our buddy Jim Cramer gives us a stock and that stock tip goes up and we're doing well, that doesn't mean that just because you're flush and have extra money in your financial stock market portfolio, that doesn't mean that all of a sudden you start going in there and becoming a day trader and start trying to buy on the margin on specific stocks because you say this one looks good and that one looks good and I heard that one talked about on TV and this one was mentioned and this one and before you know it you're stretching all your liability in different directions it's the same way with sports betting just because you might have solid information and the information is hot on a specific time that doesn't mean that you start going and raising your units stay within your 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 lane stay within your means and always stress exactly bankroll management. And that's why I want people to look at this as investment opportunities. Look at it that you are making an investment on a game. If it does not come through, you stay the course and you keep going. At the end of the year, that is where you will see your P&L be profitable. If you start seeing that you're on a 10-game winning streak and you decide where I was betting one unit, now I want to start betting 5, 10, well, you 12. Come right back down. Exactly. Because the losses will mount because everything in this there's no 100% certainty here. The Vegas Whisper Shops hit between a 60 to 70% winning clip. That is an outstanding, amazing number. However, if you start making ex- overextending yourself on certain plays like Bill was talking about, or you start saying, well, this they're on this game and they're on that side of that total, and now you start making same-game parlays that maybe even if you win – your, let's just say your $50, $55 to win 50 wager on the side or total. But then you go back and look because of the fact that you found all these attractive parlays that you wanted to get in. All of a sudden you say, oh, wow, I lost $65 worth of parlays, $5, $10, $15. And before you know it, you came out on a $15 losing end on a winning night when you should have won on the game, but now you're losing. So you got to be careful. And and that's what I'm trying to tell a lot of these new people that come in. Like, and the mention in the stock, Frankie, was so important that you you mentioned that because, you know, I did the NBA right up today, right? And I had, I'm laying, I'm laying the Orlando Magic and I'm laying the Denver Nuggets, right? So... Mm -hmm. Those are the stocks right there that I'm laying tonight. So yesterday was a three-game slate. It was a terrible slate. So the last big slate was Monday. So I went back to see what I laid on Monday, the Orlando Magic and the Denver Nuggets, because that's the teams right now that they're in a position, you know, you where you can see it, where you, where you can see, okay, this is where a growth is at. They're coming off of injuries. This team is on a high streak. You know what I'm saying, Bill? So yep. it's like 
this is how this is how you do it as opposed listen that stuff is fun and like you said a little bit of your resources is allowed to that for that entertainment purposes but like you said you could turn a a $50 night into a $45 night which is not much you know what I'm saying but it is what it is all right so let's get ready to break down and talk about some of these um Super Bowl MVP odds as Frankie mentioned Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady are number one and number two Mahomes is at plus 100 Tom Brady is at plus 210 followed by Tyreek Hill Travis Kelsey Leonard Fournette, Edwards Hilaire, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. My guy, Frankie, all the way down at plus 6,000 is Antonio Brown. Oof, that's really throwing it out there. I mean, that means that if, if that's going to happen, that means that you believe you gotta that. got to play. Well, not only does he got to play, he's got to reemerge. He's got to stay healthy. That's uh, – I, I, and I'm just not so sure how much – listen, if he is healthy – I just he love should, Antonio Brown. Yeah, well, if if you do, sixty to one is quite attractive for me. Like I said, I mean, it all depends on what you believe in. I, right now, I have uh, futures which we've discussed over at SI Gambling. You know, all year that everyone knows, I had, uh, you know, I have the Kansas City Chiefs at plus four seventy five. I have them also plus four dollars. I also have them plus two dollars when the Super Bowl start uh, playoff started. So I have a lot of futures there. And then another another prop that I shared with our guy Michael Fabiani on his uh, serious uh, show over there, Fantasy Dirt. Um, you know, I actually shared with all his listeners before the playoffs started a, a wager that I believe, uh, sorry, DraftKings, you might not want to hear this, but I thought that your number was a little bit light out here in Vegas. It was minus $1.70 uh, on the AFC on the money line in future, Super Bowl futures uh, wagering, uh, not knowing who the teams would be in the eventual matchup. And DraftKings had it at minus $1.34. So, you know, that's when you you find out, you know, how you do it and you share it with everybody out there. And a lot of our SI Pro members currently have that wager. And as we see right now, the money line out here in Vegas is as high as $1.85 in some places, most of them between $1.75 to $1.85. So you found we found almost nearly 50 cents in value on that futures wager. So for me, I would that's why I my eyes gravitate towards Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, two players that, in my opinion, have established themselves as being the predominant forces and the, the reliable forces in this game, even as opposed to anyone on Tampa Bay side, whether it be Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, or your guy, Antonio Brown. I, I feel like I need to get almost 100, and, 100 to 1 on Antonio Brown to have legitimate value. And Mike Evans, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, for me, I would have to be getting almost 65 to 85 to one in value. We do know that there is, it's a predominantly quarterback, uh, you know, favored award when it's all said and done. Down in the last 14. Ten, like that's so there it is right there. So, I mean, your eyes, there's a reason why, you know, Patrick Mahomes is plus a dollar, you know, right now, even money and, and t- Patrick and Tom Brady right now, for me, if, if you see Corey, if you like, Antonio Brown, Brown, you got to might as well take Tom Brady. Exactly. If you're going to get two to one right now and you're getting over two to one, some places out here in Vegas, he's as high as the plus 280. So it all depends on what you like. For me, it's either I'm going to I'm going to have Patrick Mahomes once again. It's going to be my largest MVP wager. 
But I'm also going to cover myself with those, like I said, 16 to 1 and 20 to 1 in certain spots. That's why we always stress, you know, look, look around, shop. It's the same thing, you know. But DraftKings has very attractive odds as well. Tyree Kill is 12 to 1 and Travis Kelsey at 13 to 1. I know they are the they're shorter prices than your attractiveness on Antonio Brown. But for me, with the success that we've seen this season and the the fact of how Patrick Mahomes seems to always find those two Despite the fact that we know that Sammy Watkins is going to be coming back this week, I still believe that those two offer tremendous value if you can get them. I'll be honest with guys. I think we might do this show again next week, and I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see both of those players come down to single-digit odds and lose that double-digit allure because I think there's going to be a lot of people not only listening to this podcast but finding attractiveness on both of those players. And I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Tyree Kill at like 5-1, to 8-1 to one range as well as Travis Kelsey in the same range by kickoff. Interesting stuff, Bill. Last year had a very good Super Bowl Sunday. I had uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes to win the, uh, the MVP award. I had the Kansas City Chiefs um, against the spread. I had Kansas, I, I, I think I had San Francisco in the first half. Put it like this. I was almost undefeated on Super Bowl Sunday last year. I had the um, Sammy Watkins. I had some Tyreek Hill. And I had Patrick Mahomes to score the first touchdown. If you remember, the first touchdown in the game, he was stopped. I mean, well, Williams was stopped. When they called it a touchdown and reviewed it, took it off the board, and then Mahomes running it on the next play. So I had a, I had a lovely, lovely day, Super Bowl Sunday. Now, fast forward to this year's Super Bowl Sunday, Bill. What do you see that you like right now in the MVP market? I, I think you have to look at the fact that, yes, 10 of the last 14 Super Bowl MVPs have been quarterbacks. The other four that, that weren't quarterbacks were either a wide receiver or a linebacker. There's never been a tight end to win the Super Bowl MVP. Um, if you're going through history, 30 quarterbacks, seven running backs, seven wide receivers. And then for defense, it's it's really minimal. I mean, four linebackers, two defensive ends, two Randy safeties. White. Yeah, two safeties, a cornerback, and a defensive tackle, one kick mm -hmm. returner. Yep. I think that was Desmond Howard. Yeah, so, Randy White. Uh, Randy White, Desmond Howard, Larry Brown. Uh, very good, Corey. Can't you, you know what? You know, I, I don't know. I used to work with Nick Costos. I don't know, you know, he does uh stuff right now. Yeah, you know, he can name all the MVPs. Yeah, he, he's a little bit of a savant like that, isn't he? <laughs> he can name all the MVPs, interesting stuff. Go ahead, my bet. No, that, that's fine. Um, I, I like the listen, if it's not going to be Patrick Mahomes, first of all, when you're betting the MVP, you have to first pick the right the, the team that wins, right? It's, I don't no think I think it's happened one time where we saw the losing team have the Super Bowl MVP. So you have to pick the right team. So if you think the Chiefs are going to win and you don't think it's going to be Patrick Mahomes or you just don't want to bet the odds because it's even money, you have to gravitate toward Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, right? That's just the logical next step. For the Bucs, I mean, it's interesting because if Leonard Fournette has better odds to win the MVP than Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Corey, you mentioned Antonio Brown. So I think that's interesting too because yeah. we, haven't seen, we haven't seen a running back win the award Really, since like almost, I think it was the late nineties. Terrell Smith, Davis maybe. might have been, yeah, yeah. Terrell Davis, Emma Terrell Smith Davis time, was yeah. the last one, and then Emma Smith before him. So it's interesting that Fournette, if you if you think Tampa wins, and you're not going to take Brady, it's interesting that Fournette has better odds than Evans and Godwin. So let me ask this: you one this last one question to you, Frankie, and break this down. Let's just say you have two hundred and fifty dollars to bet on Super Bowl Sunday. How would you divvy up that two fifty? Hmm. I'll tell you one thing. 
I will, one player we didn't talk about, which I would definitely have at least some of my bankroll on, because I am concerned about the injury to Eric Fisher, I would make sure that I have at least 10% of that wager, of that bankroll. So for me, I guess it would be $25 there. Mm-hmm. On Shaquille Barrett to win MVP at 50 to 1. That's Interesting. Nice. JPP tell you is 70 what, to 1. Exactly. I believe that but for me, Corey, if you're looking for a, a Tampa Bay player to emerge that's not Tom Brady to win this game, to win the MVP award, I don't believe that there's enough value on Antonio Brown, but I think you have find more value on those defensive players because of the fact of even, let's just say. I have a Shaq Barrett ruby red numbered prism. Ooh, that, that could be. Win, that, if he was to win the MVP, I'm, 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 I quit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and what happens if, you know, listen, we know that, you know, Patrick Mahomes is a little bit hobbled. Maybe he doesn't run as much because of, you know, that turf toe. We don't know how effective that'll be if he's going to really be wanting to look to move out of the Nah, he's much. fine. He's fine. He looked fine in the AFC Championship. Yeah, but what about, okay, so if, if you guys, if, 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 you know, like obviously Eric Fishes, that's Patrick Mahomes' blind side. So Here, if one of these guys is going to be lining up over there, that's really attractive to me because if they're going to win this game, that can, that's going to mean that they're going to the Tampa Bay's defensive line is going to have to have a performance. Like as much as this pains me to say, and Bill is going to be all giddy when I say this, a performance like the New York Giants oh defensive lines have had Got in it. recent Super Bowls against Tom Brady when they've been absolutely dominant, whether it was Strahan or Justin Tuck or whoever those players would be because of the fact of how well they got him off that line. In this particular instance, if Eric Fisher's injury, to me, is a huge injury to me, and that's his blind side, if either one of those players, guys, gets two and a half, three sacks and has a monumental impact the way Von Miller had an impact, the way that you know Strahan had an impact, there's a chance that we could see one of those players emerge at crazy odds in the Super Bowl betting market. For me, if I was a Tampa Bay better, which I won't be in this game, if I was, and when it comes to the Super Bowl bet, uh, MVP market, I'd be looking at one of those two players. Interesting. Here's, here's the problem real quick with the, with the MVP, right? Patrick Mahomes did not have an MVP caliber game in last year's Super Bowl, but he still won the award. If you go back and listen to the broadcast, it was Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, there were six minutes left or six minutes and 40 seconds left where Joe Buck was saying that Patrick Mahomes was not playing his best. And then, of course, the last six minutes of the game, they take over, they win the game, and then Mahomes gets the MVP award. But he had 260, 286 yards, two interceptions with two touchdowns. He also ran in a touchdown, as Corey alluded to. Damian Williams, over 100 yards and a touchdown, also caught a touchdown off four passes and 29 yards. He should have won the MVP, but because it's such a quarterback-driven entertainment factor within the NFL that it's really hard to bet on anyone but a quarterback.